0: Hey everybody and welcome to episode 99 of the Arcade Hunters podcast and it is looking very awful outside my window as we dive into it. it. looks like it's going to be hell on earth between tornadoes, thunderstorm warnings, hail warnings. Perfect weather for our new podcast episode where we're going to be talking about Godzilla, the pinball machine announced by Stern. And also, we got to talk about cruising Blast. Especially Absolutely, since there's a tornado and yeah. it. it's pretty fitting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so hopefully, vir-
1: uh, yeah, this video gets out. <laughs> <laughs> if you find out, like, this is the unheard video, then now we know why.
0: <laughs> and to my virtual left is my good friend Nick. Say hello, sir. How you doing
1: sir? there, Mr. Jordan? How you doing, Mr. Jordan? What's the word?
0: Doing good. Tired, but good.
1: Oh, so. Got a packed episode. I got... Um, Without we'll to start off right off the bat, uh, giving a special thanks to Nick over there at Raw Thrills who gave me a review code for um, their new game. Um, well, not well, new Nintendo Switch for uh, *Cruisin' mm-hmm. Blast*, so we got that. But um, and we also got the uh, news. I think it was Friday. It was like Sunday or Monday that they were making the uh, no Godzilla was official. Mm-hmm. And it is our good friend, Mr. Keith Elwin, is on it. So how do you want to start it off? Because I, I want to try to make sure we get everything in before uh, we lose anything. If we have
0: <coughs> yeah. yeah. The only other
1: day I have off is Friday. <laughs> <But>
0: <laughs> and I I'm not here everything. Friday. Exactly. <laughs> how about we do cruising Blast first? Okay,
1: yeah. we we'll get, we'll get And then with we'll
0: that. jump into Godzilla.
1: Yeah. So, Cruise and Blast* came out yesterday on the on the Switch. How about that? Oh, there's biscuit.
0: Yeah, they're
1: going <laughs> waffles. crazy. Waffles, biscuits and waffles, <laughs> and I did, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> so, basically, um, this was a big surprise because we had gotten the news that this was coming out from the E3 um, presentation from Nintendo. Just mm-hmm. kind of came out of nowhere during, like, their um, presentation. They said, we're going to have a Cruisin' Blast home port onto the Nintendo Switch. which With four-player uh, multiplayer on it and kind of surprised everybody. And um, mm-hmm. from watching the interview that Eugene Jarvis did with our good friend Adam Pratt over at the Arcade Heroes, it was pretty much, unfortunately, out of necessity that they did this due to COVID because... When you have a company whose job it is to make arcade games, and they're not able to make and sell arcade games during a pandemic, they needed something to do, so mm-hmm. they decided, hey, why don't we see about bringing the Cruisin' Blast to Nintendo Switch? We'll add some new stuff, we'll make it more uh, console-friendly, and guess what? Here we are. We got a, we got a new uh, Cruisin' game um, in twenty 20- in 2021, even though the game originally came out in 2017, and I still think it's funny, Gerard, because they keep saying Cruisin's back, when you and I both know it never left. No, it was just it just had it just had a license on it for the longest time with the mm-hmm. Fast and Furious, and yep. then it only finally got called supercars like a couple of years ago. So it was I I loved it that they they decided to bring it back, and it's you know, off the wall, I mean, you can Mm -hmm. race as a friggin' dinosaur and a unicorn, so... Hammerhead Shark. Yes, Hammerhead Sharks, of course. So, it's a game that does not take itself seriously, so...
0: I have to say the craziest thing I saw about the game on Twitter was someone posted a video playing as a Hammerhead Shark, basically saying this game is nuts, and someone commented... Man, that Man-Eater DLC looks sick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like what Adam's daughter said. Like, Daddy, how is a hammerhead shark able to live on land? How is it able to go 300 miles an hour and do a barrel roll in the midair? I don't know. (laughs) So, I, like Adam was saying, that when I worked at Dave & Buster's, uh, we got the game when it came in because... Um, Dave and Buster's had an exclusivity deal with Raw Thrills, so we were like one of the first ones that had the game. Um, there's like an exclusive banner for it that's like a big Cruisin' Blast banner. Unfortunately, it doesn't have the neon that um, the original Cruisin' USA had. Mm-hmm. Which I miss. I love that neon, the Cruisin' one. And then it had the Leader One and Leader Two, and I think they brought that back for for Cruisin' the World, but not for Exotica. Yeah,
0: I believe so. Yep.
1: So, I have a lot of my 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 opinions are on from playing the arcade game, and when you work at Dave and Buster's and you have unlimited credits, and if it's slow that night, you're gonna play through it. So, you know they got five five tracks in the original that are in this one, and then there's also a new um, cruising mode that they let you go through and do four four of the levels. And they, they mix... It. A lot of them are just, like, mixed-up stages. They're, mm-hmm. like, the original five, and there's... I think they said there's two that they added in that are from, I think, the new Super Bites 3. Yeah. Because there's the one where the Yetis are fighting each other and stuff like yep. that. And then there's the Los Angeles one where you're driving over the Hollywood sign, and then there's the giant, uh, the giant Randy's donut that goes through. So it's like they took a bunch of those things... And they added them in, they have like weather effects and sometimes you're racing at night, sometimes um you have the police are chasing you, sometimes you have um flying saucers, there's yep. dinosaurs, <laughs> so it's definitely you know, if you're coming for, you know Forza Motorsport or um
0: Gran Turismo.
1: Gran Turismo, you ain't getting into <laughs> this game, that's for sure. Cool. Nope.
0: So and that <clears throat> I just wanna that's what I love. About cruising blast and the port, it's almost like a love letter to '90s racers. And I've read a whole bunch of reviews that came out for this game for the console port, and everyone basically says the same thing. There, and that's what
1: it's. It always was. It was never meant to be anything mm-hmm. else. You know, I as much as I, Like, I have a lot of nitpicks about this game because, like I said, I played the original, and I know that. Um, I think last year, um, before the pandemic, they came out with a patch because they had got, had they changed the license uh, from Ferrari, and they yeah. have all the um, the General Motors cars and stuff like that. So they got a lot of Chrysler stuff and all those other good things on there. And I'm going to get told those aren't the same companies because I'm not a <laughs> car guy.
0: <laughs> they're not. <laughs> all
1: right. Okay, never mind.
0: But all the all the cor- different Corvettes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, cor- and, yeah, hum- yeah and Hummer, companies. which is GM. Yeah,
1: they got Hummer, they got, you know, plays a helicopter in a racing (laughs) game. It doesn't make any sense.
0: But for me, me, the game feels like if you take, like, San Francisco Rush, you take, like, the original Cruising USA, you take some of those key 90s racing games and mash them together and then throw in a dash of just Neon and Chaos. Oh, yeah. You end up with cruising Blast. And that's what I like. I, the The reviews have been pretty good because it's basically people saying, this takes me back to the 90s. It's the 90s race. They're saying the game is a blast. They're also yeah. saying that you might not... They're saying this game, it's kind of like the original Cruising USA where it, it was better as a rental mm-hmm. than owning it because you can get through it or tired of it pretty quick. But yeah. then they're also saying, but if they if they owned it, it's a game they will from time to time if they just want to shut their brains off, and just have a visual overload of the 90s, they'll throw it out oh, yeah. and play it.
1: This is a definite game of, like, it's, like, for you, it's raining out, okay? I don't have, uh, make sure, okay, the switch is charged, I have no power. I'm gonna mm-hmm. blow, like, uh, 15, 20 minutes. I'll play a couple of races in this, you know? Yep. You know, I, st- I what I did was I started off at the easiest difficulty, and I cloud, I got all the gold on all on on, on easy and then I moved up to, to normal. Because I noticed that when I did normal and I got a gold, it didn't count for easy. So I was just like, oh god, I have to go through. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I thought it would just I would get credit for easy mode mm-hmm. because the other two difficulties are locked, so it's just like you're not even gonna get anywhere near there. So good luck getting to the UFO.
0: <laughs>
1: because that's what I like is that when you play the arcade game you just hit the view button and you have access to all the cars. In this mm-hmm. one, you have to level up. You have to earn money. And um, that's one of the newest <clears> things that they've added in is that a big difference is they have cruising keys and cash. The uh, Cash yeah. is that um, they added in from um, Fast and Furious is that mm-hmm. there's spots on the road where you will see these green piles of cash all over and you get some bonus points for them. And then they also have it where you get bonus points for... Smashing into other cars and they explode and then there's also um points for doing tricks. Um and all, drifting. And,
0: yeah. and all that translates into cash at the end.
1: Yep. Depending on how, how what place you get, you know, how many cars you kill, how many how much airtime, how much strip time that in the arcade game, that went to time. So it was how long can I keep this drift going because you got seconds off how mm-hmm. how much you drift it how much you drifted and how much you did um tricks on it so your your um your time would go down so that's not in this version of the game there's another thing that I thought was weird there's no checkpoints in the game which you know mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter it's just that kind of like the nostalgia blast that you have from playing playing this game for original cuz you hear the lady go checkpoint like that so uh, yep. you know that um so the one thing that uh, i know uh, you and i were really um upset with this you know i and I, you can tell it's, it's a very small budget game because uh, Game Mill, um they do a lot of um smaller publications and stuff like that mm-hmm. um it there's a focus it's all local multiplayer there is no online multiplayer unfortunately
0: yeah and so, it's funny it's funny because we talked about this through text i thought it's funny how we're complaining that there's no online multiplayer where go back like 10 15 years ago we would complain if it was we'd tell people we're complaining for online multiplayer to find some friends and play together yeah. we're all about it's like now it has play. no
1: couch, it has no couch co-op and yeah. now when it's a pandemic when we can't we can't get together with people and now that we're living i'm in i'm in florida and Gerard's up in new hampshire so, mm-hmm. you know, if we get together, you know, hopefully you know we have our Switches and uh, have the docks that we can plug in and we don't have any of that Joy-Con drift and we can still play the game. <laughs> but hopefully it's something that they could add in a yep. in patch. I don't, I, do, I don't know if they could, you know, considering how Nintendo's online infrastructure is really weird with the Switch. Mm-hmm. But I like it that if I want to have people play, I can literally just... Set the switch up and put it in dock mode, and you know flip the thing out, hand a Joy-Con over, and you can play a two-player friggin' racing game right off the bat. Yep. And the there's a lot of new effects in this one. Like when you drift and stuff like that, the smoke effects are all different. In it that I've noticed.
0: Yep. The one change I wasn't a big fan of was the what do they call it—the HUD. Yeah. The, the um,
1: yeah. The heads-up display is a little yep. di- is different. and that that the same goes for um i'm adam pointed it out i was like yeah i'm not crazy the ready set go animation is different and i don't like it because it's standard it had this really cool like the fire effect that they used for for Mm -hmm. the the cruising blast logo and it just says go and it has it on fire as it's like why did they change it i don't understand why they they changed it it looked a lot better
0: and also driving through the glass at the end
1: yes so that's going to... We'll get into the nitpicks. Oh, sorry.
0: And, <laughs> I thought we were there uh, No, no that's okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I have it as, like, negative slash nitpicks. I, I was writing down and I was putting all the changes. There's a lot of changes that I don't like mm-hmm. in, in the game because, you know, I played the hell out of it. Um, The thing I don't like, there's a lot of the... um this I'll, I'm going to do the major one right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I think you know what I'm going to be talking about. And that is the other cars that are on the road because mm-hmm. for some reason every once in a while let's say you're playing on the london track and there's a big red double decker harry potter bus you hit the you get hit behind there you slow down to almost nothing i don't remember that in the arcade version as much and i mm-hmm. asked adam and i said to him cuz like he was doing he did his review he got his copy like a day earlier than i did and he was going back and forth from playing the home version to playing mm-hmm. the arcade version. He said, he actually he goes, I took the Switch with me to work. And he goes, I would play like a couple of races, and then I would sit in the arcade game, and I would ch- see it and I was like, okay, the heads-up display is different, the speedometer is different, ready, set, go is different. And I told him, I said, I don't remember getting stuck behind cars going almost to a dead stop, because you really notice that in the... London and Rio levels, and I friggin mm-hmm. hate. It. And I hope it's something that they fix because I'm thinking of it like something from, you know, when you play the Burnout series, where you call it a traffic check, where you just kind of like bumped into them and they just kind of flew. But it really sucks because you're going into like a drift and you're getting up a good amount of speed and you hit the back of a car and you just go to a flat stop. I can't stand that.
0: And there's no, and it's tough because there's no. Like in the arcade, there's no arrows to show you what type of turn's coming up. Yeah, they got rid of that
1: for some reason. And another thing that they got rid of was the announcer, which I thought yep. was weird. Because if you hear it, when you play the game, you'll hear the guy go, cruising blast. And he used to say, you know, turn left, turn right. And then he would also comment on the stuff that was going on. So, like, you're going through the one stage with the tornadoes. He goes, look out, a tornado and stuff like that. And, like, if you hit the boost button, he yells, come on. So, I don't know why they got rid of him. Because I would have kept him and I would have had him add in more stuff. Especially because there's an alien invasion and he could say stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And add I, I, more. I was going to say, I wonder if it was a money issue if they or licensing. If they would have to have paid the voice actor more.
1: It doesn't make sense because he's still in. It says, cruising blast. So, I don't, no idea. Usually, I yeah. thought everything was done in-house. So, something's got to be weird. Yeah. And, like, uh, what you were saying about the um, the car going through the glass when you hit first place, there's a lot of effects that are different, and they're missing in this version from the arcade. So, when you would get first place, you would you always jump off a ramp, and you crash through glass, and then it goes mm-hmm. to first place. This is just kind of like, it. there's the wall there, but then the car just kind of, like, slows in midair, and it just says, first place, second place, or whatever, you know? Yep. Um... Like, when you're in the Rio level, there's no floats in the Carnival stage. Like, you'd Mm -hmm. actually smash into the floats and they'd explode and stuff like that. Um, There seemed like there was more destruction in the the London level because there's the the London Eye, the Ferris wheel that's going around. You actually see more of it. And also, in the Singapore stage, there's a lot of lightning strikes that affect the stage. And there's been times where I played the arcade version and I've been struck by lightning. So I don't know if that's something maybe it's not in the easy mode or maybe it's like something that they put in the hard mode to make it harder. So maybe they didn't want like, you know, beginning players to get struck by lightning Mm. and and go into like (laughs) last place. Like this isn't Mario Kart. This is (laughs) cruising right here. So hopefully those are stuff that they could bring back. Um, One of the things that I noticed was um, when you know, you do you do drifts, you get the bonus for that. You also used to get bonuses for doing tricks in the air. And for some reason, they got rid of that. I just thought that was weird, you know? You, I,
0: think you do, I think you do get bonuses for doing tricks in the air. They just... It's yeah. the the money calculation at the end. It goes,
1: to the, Yeah, it goes to the money. Because yeah. you used to get air time, and then you also used to get drip time bo- bo- uh, boost bonuses.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that was a lot of, like, trying to vault over the other cars and doing backflips and stuff like that. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, one of the things is that um, there, when we talk about the effects, and I think they might have had to got, get rid of it because of um, the age ratings, are when you're on the Death Valley stage, when you're going through the trailer park, there are a bunch of cows, and it's a Cruisin' USA <laughs> tradition that if you hit a cow, it explodes and turns into T-bone steaks. So they did that in the arcade version, it's not in the home version so i'm thinking they might have had to um get rid of that because they didn't want to get um any any in trouble with the srv unfortunately so it's just like it's little things that we notice as being arcade fans and stuff like that but don't let it um sway to saying oh hey you know you know he's got all these nitpicks about this. I don't want to get this game. I was like, hell no! You got to get this game. This is definitely, like I said, for people that are like younger than us. That you know, I, I'm thinking about somebody that's like in their early 30s that grew up and like that was like one of their first arcade game things in the 90s was playing Cruise in USA, um, Cruise in the World, and Cruise in Exotica. This is gonna mm-hmm. take you right the right back. <laughs> this is gonna take you right back.
0: And that's where. So my nitpicky thing is I wish arcade mode, and it shows when you select, it shows the cabinet, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I wish they kept that, like you're saying, your nitpicks identical to the arcade game. If they can't have the stakes or the extra flying tires from the tornado, that's, that's fine, or a couple other graphic things due to the Switch's capabilities, that's okay. But I wish it had the same HUD, the same speedometer, as much as they could have made it as identical to the actual arcade game yeah it's for weird the,
1: it, it says arcade version and it's like mm-hmm. no this is different <laughs> this is a lot different
0: but for the is it what do they call it um not caravan
1: mode for a shooting game is a caravan mode it's like yeah, a yeah.
0: for the new yeah. mode where it has like the 27 different tracks
1: yeah it's like the cruising adventure almost kind of like what they yeah. call it.
0: that that would have been fine What's funny is that,
1: it, that's the it was it's almost harking back to what the original title for the game was because the first the first name that they had was cruising adventure and then it was called mm-hmm. cruising red line and then it kind of disappeared for a while and then it came out as cruising blast
0: yep and that's that mode that's fine to have all these changes because that's a console specific mode that they created yeah. and man they beef it up with tracks things to unlock things to do it is i was expecting more of a straight port mm-hmm. with a couple changes and like a 1999 price tag or 999 price tag i wasn't expecting a 40 game with a whole new mode that's actually long and takes time to play through and unlock everything.
1: They got a longer, they got a they got another mode. They got they got another longer mode. They have the the new tracks. One of the one of my complaints is that some of the tracks that they have in it are way too short. There's yeah. there's a couple of them where it's like Hong Kong 20 2095 or something yep. like that. You can literally beat the the track in fifty-five seconds, mm-hmm. like th- that's why they have no checkpoints. Like, why would you need yep. a checkpoint? <laughs> like, First check- that's like <laughs> almost like your standard. Um, you get like fifty seconds in like a standard arcade racing game. They get to a checkpoint. It's yeah, we're gonna
0: run out. First checkpoints, the finish line,
1: and it really doesn't matter. Th- these games don't really need a time limit because to make it easier for kids, it's only one. It's only one button because unfortunately mm-hmm. a lot of people there's some people that don't like the uh and Arcade cabinet is because the seat's not adjustable. So, mm-hmm. it's harder for big people to get inside and it's harder for little kids, but it has the option that the gas is always on. Yep.
0: Yeah. isn't but isn't the arcade mode didn't they release an update and it is gas always on and they took the break yes, out.
1: Yes. Yes. There is no break. There's yeah. there's never been a break in Cruisin Blast. Yep. which is weird because there's a break in the home version but it doesn't do anything really <laughs> it, it does slow the car down but i was just like i when i went to the when i went into the thing i was just like it shows up with the um with, with the power with all the uh, the control options and i'm like they put a brake in the game <laughs> it's like it's like this is a three button game <clears throat> it's a mm-hmm. button for the radio a button for the for the yes. nitro boost and a button for the gas yes. that's it there's three
0: buttons and And that's what's weird. So you can do drifting with the gas pedal, yeah. Without hitting the drift button, I believe, right? It seems like I I play it.
1: I play the game strictly like the arcade version. Yep. There's two buttons. There's the there's the gas, and then there's there's the turbo. So I do double tap on the gas, and then you can do you pop your wheelie to go over the cars, or you pop your, your you double tap and you do a turn, and that makes you do a drift. And it's yeah, pretty okay. much the same thing that they had in um, in um, in supercars. You could mm-hmm. do both. You could you could tap the brake or you could also double tap the gas.
0: Yeah, because I know there is a shoulder button for drifting. Yeah. Which I found kind of funny because I, I was using it at first and I noticed when I was double tapping the gas and turning, it was drifting like in the arcade. I'm like, okay, I don't need the shoulder button anymore.
1: Exactly. That's why I love it. that... It doesn't take itself seriously. You know, I'm not coming for, like, full-on simulation racer. I mean, like, when you played it in the arcade, getting neon for your car made it faster. It doesn't make any friggin' sense, but you put neon on the car, it goes faster.
0: <clears throat> but that So that's the one complaint I do have. The upgrades don't impact your speed.
1: Yeah, not a lot. Not by I think a lot. It's,
0: I think it, it's almost, like, mainly almost all cosmetic.
1: Yeah, because, like, I... I got that, um, it's the Rubino, it's the, um, mm-hmm. it's like the Formula One car. Yeah. I finally built it up all the way, and I was still having problems on some of the harder difficulty trying to get, I was just like, dude, I have like the fully maxed out car with all three of the upgrades, the body kit, the, the engine, and, and the neon, and I feel like I'm still fighting to get up to these other friggin' drivers on here, it's a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, so it would be cool if they release an update for that, or if that could just work in the arcade mode, because yep. in the arcade, like you said, you add neon, all of a sudden your car goes faster. And Adam a lot from- of it
1: is that um, with arcade games, and this is what I've noticed as someone that works there, at works that works at an arcade, is that all of the cars pretty much fundamentally play the same. Mm-hmm. It's they, they have the same speed. They have everything. Some might have like different um, acceleration. But it's so that I, if I play a game with my profile on Cruising Blast and I have like 40 Nitro boosts because I like to use the same car over and over again, I mm-hmm. can't beat someone that just hops on the game has an equal chance of beating me. Yeah. So it makes it fair for everybody. And that like, hey, you have 30 canisters of Nitrous. Like that, <laughs> and I just started. I only have one, you know?
0: Well, isn't that the problem with, like, the Initial D and the Wang at Midnight games?
1: Is, yeah, because, like, if you try to play somebody that has a profile, good luck. But most mm-hmm. of the time, if you're playing someone that has a profile, they already know how to play the game. And if you're going to play the game <laughs> the first time, you're pretty much going to lose against someone like that anyway. Yep. So it doesn't really matter on something like that.
0: <laughs> so I'd have to say for Cruise and Blast, If you love games like OutRun 2, the original Cruising USA, the San Francisco Rush series, or even like uh, Burnout Revenge, definitely check this game out because it's an arcade racer. It is an onslaught on the senses between the music and the visuals. There's so much eye candy going on when you're racing.
1: You pull that on like a nice hot new... um... LCD monitor, holy
0: crap, it looks awesome. And the the game is fun. If you just want to play a goofy, over-the-top 90s racer, definitely worth picking up. There's enough there to keep you coming back to unlock stuff if you want to do that and see all the tracks. If you're someone who gets tired of racing games pretty quickly, it's one of those games that you might play for like a, a few hours when you first get it. Then put it down, do something else, and a week later find yourself going back to it, playing it for another few hours. It's just, I mean, best way to describe it is just very playable.
1: Yes, and it's it's like I said before. I, I told you I said, hey, I I, I wrote to uh, uh, Raw Thrills PR and I asked them about getting a code for for Cruising. And I said if I don't get it, I'm buying it anyway. So <coughs> I would be happy if I bought it anyway. If I, it's definitely worth definitely worth your money. If you have family and friends that want to get into a quick pick-up-and-play game, this is the mm-hmm. game for them. Hopefully, um, with my nitpicks, hopefully some of them can be ironed out with patches. I would love mm-hmm. to see them change the UI, change yep. the UI, um, see if they can get that announcer back, or if they could have the female announcer to have someone do some more stuff, add, more, add a little more to it, you know? Just have, like, that—just more of, like, a presentation boost to it, mm-hmm. you know? it's not nothing that makes the game worse it was just a little bit you know better it, it and would then,
0: uh, it would yeah. I was gonna say it would make it better for people who played a lot of the game in the arcade
1: yeah I would say it, yeah
0: I was just gonna say like you're like you said they're they're minor nitpicks it doesn't take away that much from the game mm-hmm. it just it would be just that much more accurate to the arcade
1: and I'm thinking of of stuff that's not too Strenuous on a on an update for something like that. So mm-hmm. I think the UI could definitely be changed, changed back. I would I would rather have the arcade UI with the ready, set, go, and then the speedometer and all that stuff. Um, but the one thing is I want them to change the cars on the road, coming to a complete and almost yeah. utter dead stop. I friggin' hate that. I'm sorry. This <laughs> <laughs> is <just> like, <laughs> I'm going... I, I actually got a, I got, I got a bit of a glitch. I kind of got stuck, and I hit the side of the wall, and my car was actually up at, like, a like 45-degree angle. I was like, what the hell is going on? I actually took a photo of it on the Switch. I'll have to send it to you. <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute! I got a screen cap button, and I hit the button. Hit <laughs> screen cap, and I was like, I don't think this is right. And of course, it <laughs> happened on the London stage after I hit into a friggin', friggin', uh, into a friggin' double decker bus.
0: <laughs> so, final verdict: worth picking up. It's a blast absolutely. to play, especially if you love '90s racers. I don't and... do
1: um, like A, B, and C, and you know scores. I, I just remember how. Much I hated IGN because Mm -hmm. they gave something a point lower, so it didn't get a great rating, and everybody went upset. People go crazy for for review scores, and
0: I hate it, especially IGN because like I think it's like a six or seven, and IGN means good.
1: Yeah, and so So, you have
0: people crying about how one game got a ten, a perfect, but then another game that's a really good game got a nine point five. It's all
1: subjective. It's all subjective. Like we're you're listening to the Arcade Hunters podcast, so we're arcade fans. This is mm-hmm. stuff that we grew up with. Obviously, we're gonna love this. This is yeah. this is made for us. It's made by arcade guys that make arcade games. That's what they they make games that you're gonna see. That's bright and colorful. You're gonna put your money in, and now you can bring this home, which is awesome yeah. because of everything that's been happening, bring it home. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the type of person that has like a couple thousand dollar custom setup that plays simulation racing games like when um during the pandemic they were doing um the nascar races um Mm -hmm. with everybody from home and they were doing it in a simulator and everybody looked like they were having a they looked like they were having a ball playing it but you know it's not like you know i wouldn't take it as like you know that's not a real nascar race (laughs) but it's still like you know if you're into like simulation stuff it might not be for you, you know. Yep. You not, you know. Wait for uh, whenever they decide to come out with the uh, Gran Turismo Seven. I think it is it's six or seven. I or forget. The, but
0: yeah, or the next Forza.
1: I don't. I don't. Or yeah.
0: But yeah, I don't. We don't play those games.
1: <laughs> I know. I'll I'll play it. Like I just got a brand new computer. I'll I'll mm-hmm. play those to, like benchmark it and see. Wow, that looks really good. But like, okay, this does not play like Outrun or Cruise, and I don't mm-hmm. want to play this. So. Definitely pick it up. Once again, big thanks to Nick over at the Raw Thrills for supplying me with the code, and I cannot recommend the game highly enough. Make sure you go check it out.
0: So now on to Godzilla. So I've only seen pictures of the cabinet. I have not had a chance to watch the overview video or look at what you shared with me because it's been a crazy, hectic week.
1: You want me to send you the video so you can watch it before uh, before we talk about it? Because I want to see what um i want to hear what you think about we should how about this we'll do it like we'll do it like 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 a live watch
0: yep so you don't have to send it yep you don't have to send it to me i'm just gonna bring it up right on my phone
1: because i want you to watch it because i want you to have the same thing that i had when i was watching it because i've been debate i was debate i've been debating on getting a second game to put with with deadpool And everybody was saying, like, oh, you know, Keith Elwin's got the next game out. Keith Elwin's got the next game out. Wait one second. Okay, are you ready? So go back to watch it from the beginning, and Gerard is going to give us a live play-by-play overview. Here we go.
0: Just in the exilians have invaded the air. We are here to plunder your resources. That's cool. Looks like real video footage. It's I love the Mecha Godzilla. The bridge has been destroyed. Bridging the building is awesome. And it is pouring outside my window. It really is coming down. So unfortunately, as you can hear from outside, I lost internet. So I completely lost Nick. I can't even text him because I'm in the middle of the woods. I'll hold the mic up so you can hear the thunder in the head. So it's coming down. So this episode will have a to be continued as we discuss Godzilla. I have my, some of my initial impressions. I love some of the toys. I love the bridge in the building. I love the Mecha Godzilla. I love how the Green Godzilla looks almost like the old retro 50s, famous 50s Godzilla toy that would stick its tongue out. But anyway, check back with us next week. We'll have a part two where we're going to go all in on Godzilla. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks, on all the social medias. We've got more videos upcoming. We've got unboxing videos. We've got tons of stuff. And holy shit, is it coming down? So I'm gonna go run for the hills and hide. See ya, and thanks for listening.